drive as you are able. Tim, slow down. They're slowing down. And owed his covenant, his blood, support me in the whelming flood. And all around my soul gives way, even is all my open stay. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. <coughs> God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. grace and peace to you from God. Let us pray. God of wilderness and water, your Son was baptized and tempted as we are. Guide us through this season that we may not avoid struggle, but open ourselves to blessing through the cleansing depths of, redemption, of repentance and the heaven-rending words of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Merciful God, we have sinned in what we have thought and said, in the wrong we have done, in the good we have not done. We have sinned in ignorance. We have sinned in weakness. We have sinned through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry. We repent and turn to you. Forgive us our, for our Savior Christ's sake and renew our lives to the glory of your name. Amen. Through the cross of Christ, God, have mercy on you, pardon you, and set you free. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. God, strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Amen. 
Be seated, please. I'll go ahead and do the first one, Tim. Okay. I'll let you do the Psalm and the Romans, and I'll do the last one. Right. Okay. A reading from the book of Genesis. The same night he arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven children, and, cro and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of, out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask me my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Isn't that interesting? Because we're not going by RCL right now, Tim. Okay. Remember? We're doing the series. Okay. All right, okay. That water is nasty. I know. Psalm 121. I looked at my eyes to the hills, from where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel with neither slum, slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep you your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Romans 8, 22-28. I'm sorry. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Okay. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of Heaven, let glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of Heaven. 
endless glory. One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it, is be, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit, is in, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise the Lord, the word, the light. Be seated, please. Okay, any of you that are wondering, about this time of year, we always do a, a series uh, for Lent. Um, and it, it does deviate a bit from the RCL. So we are not using the readings from the RCL right now. We are using uh, the readings for our series to kind of, you know, a lot of the same stories, and we all know the stories. We all know what happened. We know the, the basic stories here. So it'll, when Holy Week comes around, you'll see that it will, it will step back into line. But right now, we're trying to uh, stick on this on this series here that we're doing. Okay, so if anybody's confused about that, that's what's going on there. Okay. So I say good afternoon to you. Afternoon. Our text today is the gospel you just heard from Matthew, in which Jesus and his disciples go to Gethsemane, where he prays and they nap. Our theme is prayer, specifically God's invitation and command to be constant in prayer keeping with our overall Lenten theme of returning to God. The sermon is titled, Return to Prayer. Now, I realize that prayer can be a touchy subject, because if we're completely honest, few of us are very good at prayer. There is always a little twinge of conscience that comes with any discussion of prayer. We have great intentions, obviously, but a scripture passage such as Paul's encouragement in uh, 1 Thessalonians to rejoice always and pray without ceasing can make us flinch. We tend to worry more about more than we should, and we certainly don't do a very good job of praying without ceasing. It is a good bet that your prayer life does not measure up to the ideal that God's Word sets up, and it probably falls short of whatever standards you set for yourself. So if you're a little uncomfortable with this topic, it's understandable. I hope by the time we are done here, you will know that when God calls you to pray, 
He provides the means to do so and even fulfills what you are unable to do. In much the same way that Jesus is the, is, in, is the primary actor in your salvation, the Holy Spirit is the primary actor in your prayer life. In the Old Testament reading, Jacob is returning to Canaan, having been through the ringer with his father-in-law, Laban. He is nervous about fleeing with all of the people and livestock that are rightly his. He's worried about encountering his twin brother, Esau, whom he uh, imagines is angry about that whole stealing the blessing thing. Jacob's world is kind of up in the air. So he has split his whole traveling company into two camps in hopes that Esau and the 400 men traveling with him encounter one. At least the other camp will be spared. He sends Leah and Rachel and his children and servants ahead and is left by himself for the night. And what happens next is astonishing. A man wrestles with Jacob all night long. Apparently it was quite a match because neither came out on top though the whole through the whole ordeal as things unfold we slowly begin to realize that this was no ordinary wrestling match jacob wasn't wrestling just anyone he was wrestling god himself more specifically he was wrestling with god's son who would later become incarnate he was wrestling with jesus now this is no allegory the wrestling match certainly happened and one lesson we can learn from it is that trials and temptations the trials and temptations that God allows us to bear are ultimately intended not to destroy us, but to build us up, to bless us. Just look at the cross of Christ to see how God can use suffering to bring good. You can also use this event as a metaphor for your prayer life. In a sense, you wrestle with God in your prayers. You ask for things that you believe you need. You struggle with the prayers that are not answered as you hoped. You long for God's clear guidance and directing, and you groan under, your, under the weight of the trials that you must endure. But in the end, through your, prayers and your, through your prayers and your wrestling, God changes you, forms you, molds you into something more like Jesus. Selfishly and sinfully, we may perceive our prayers as a time of our wrestling with God. But it, what, what if it is actually a time when God is wrestling with us? time that he uses to reorient our perspectives and our perceptions. Surprisingly, it seems that the primary actor in your prayer life is not you, but God. One of the things Jacob says to his foe is, I will not let you go unless you bless me. This is terrific. In the context of prayer, this would be something like, I won't stop praying until you answer me. And it calls to mind the parable of the persistent widow. You know, the one where the widow comes before the unrighteous judge again and again, demanding justice, and he finally gives in. The one Jesus used to emphasize how much greater the blessing is from a God who actually loves you and cares about you. The problem is that most of us don't come to prayer prepared to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with God all night long. We don't train to be prayer warriors, most of us, and we're not equipped for that kind of battle. In fact, not only do we generally do a pretty poor job of being consistent in prayer and constant in prayer, we often aren't even entirely sure how to pray. We wonder, well, what do I say? How can I come before God and speak with any kind of eloquence? Words fail me. My emotions overwhelm me. I'm keenly aware of my shortcomings and I don't feel like I have any kind of credibility to ask God for anything. We're a lot more like Peter and James and John than we are like Jacob and Jesus. 
falling asleep when we should be praying, dozing off when we should be alert. We don't know what to pray for, and we're not even sure how to pray, and so we don't, or at least not as often as we probably should. When you listen to that gospel, I bet you could identify with Peter and the other disciples. You probably felt a little sheepish that you stumble in your prayer and in your prayer life in much the same way that they did. At least you don't have Jesus in your face calling you out for your failures. But if you took, but if you took that reading to heart, you may have felt like our Lord was chastising you. Paul offers the answer, and we need to hear this. Paul says that we don't know what to pray for. We don't really know how to do this prayer thing, and that's okay. Because the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And what that Spirit does, you can be sure he does perfectly. Your prayers may falter, but the Holy Spirit makes up for it. What you cannot do, God does for you. What you are unable to do, God does with ease. Where you fail, God is perfect. Your prayer life reflects your faith and your salvation. Because while you falter in your daily life, Jesus has stepped in and made up for it. What you could not do, Jesus did for you. What you were unable to do, Jesus fulfilled. And where you failed, Jesus was perfect. Make the cross the focus of your prayer life. Let it comfort and soothe you as you speak your petitions to a loving God who sent his only son to save you. Know that your failures do not define you before God. Rather, Jesus' perfection covers all of your sins and you bear his righteousness. God commands you to pray, but he doesn't leave you alone with it. The commandment simply brings you to brings you to the foot of the cross where you can look up and see the gospel reality that covers your shortcomings. Know that your prayers are a means by which God is forming and molding you and that he will intercede where you fall short. When God calls you to pray, he provides the means to do so and he even fulfills what you are unable to do. May that be a comfort and an encouragement as you joyfully respond to Jesus' call to return to prayer. Amen. God our Father, you promise to hear our prayers, whether spoken or even too deep for words. During these Lenten days, breathe the breath of your Spirit into our mouths that we may learn to pray without ceasing for the church that the Spirit may lead us during this Lenten season to a fuller living of the gospel, steadfast faithfulness to our baptismal commitment and generous service to those in need. We pray to the Lord for the grace of humility that we may acknowledge all the good that God does for us and around us and recognize our accomplishments as gifts from God. We pray to the Lord for grace to resist temptation, that God will help us recognize and uh, the hollowness of the fruits of temptation and help us to live faithfully as the daughters and sons of uh, whom God has made, made us to be. We pray to the Lord for true repentance, that we will allow God's grace to turn our hearts around and enable us to put on the mind of Christ each day. We pray to the Lord for renewal of prayer, that God will guide us to quiet places where we can listen to God and share our struggles and fears honestly. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of every nation, that God will help them to share their knowledge and resources with people and countries that are burdened by poverty and natural disasters. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to the pandemic, 
we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all students and teachers, that God will guide the educational process, help everyone to grow, and keep everyone safe. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are ill, especially for Molly and Jim Phelan, that God will heal them in body, mind, and spirit. Restore them so that they can be a blessing to others and share fully in the life of the community. We pray to the Lord. For all who have died, that their souls be at peace in his eternal embrace, and that those left behind will receive the blessing of our Father's presence to comfort them. We pray to the Lord for peace, that God will inspire world leaders to take bold steps to end violence and promote justice through dialogue and understanding. We pray to the Lord to bring to our personal intercessions in the silence of our thoughts. We pray to the Lord. Fill us with your strength to resist the seductions of our foolish desires uh, and the tempter's vain delights, that we may walk in obedience and righteousness, rejoicing in you with an upright heart. Amen. We give thanks for all we have received, O God, gifts of love and time, money and abilities, into these bowls, into these gifts, into this place, rather. We return a portion of these gifts. Bless those who receive them, just as we are blessed in the act of sharing them.
precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee. Take it to the Lord in and shield thee, thou wilt find a solace there. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the bread we offer on the fruit of the earth and work with human hands, and we come for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, will become for us our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Lord, wash away my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. As for us, holy God, we offer you our gifts to bring healing to the broken, hope to those in despair, light to those in shadows, and grace for all your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All rise, please. May the Lord of Lent be with you. And also with you. People of God, lift up your hearts. We lift them to the one who calls us beloved. Beloved of God, give thanks and praise to the one who loves you forever. We sing our hymns of joy to the one who leads us into the kingdom. Hearts full of joy are lifted to you, crafter of covenants. When there was no time as we knew it, you created day and night, so we could wait for you all day long, enjoying your grace and goodness. But instead of learning your ways, we listened to the seductive whispers of the evil one and wandered into the wilderness of rebellion and sin. Remembering the promises made so long ago to our ancestors, you sent the prophets to teach us and to show us your paths to hope. But we ignored their witness and their words. Yet you would not see us left in death's desert, desert, and so sent the one who could lead us back to you. Therefore, with therefore we lift our voices with the faithful of every time and place, and the choirs of the kingdom who forever sing of your goodness and love. Holy, holy, holy are you, God, our teacher. All creation trusts in you, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who leads us in truth, Hosanna in the highest. 
Holy are you, God of faithfulness, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your steadfast love. In those days he could have remained by your side, but came to be by ours. In those days he could have feasted on your glory, but came to eat and drink with sinners. In those days he could have remained whole and pure, but died broken on a sin-stained cross, that we might have all the days of eternity with you. As we begin that journey to Jerusalem, which will test our faith and offer us opportunities to serve, we remember the life, the death, the resurrection of the one we follow. Jesus was baptized, the Spirit resting on him. Jesus died, resisting the temptation to reject God. Jesus was raised, fulfilling the time to defeat death. Jesus will come to fulfill God's time for all of us. Be seated, please. On this day and in this place, God of mystery, pour out your Holy Spirit up, up, upon us and uh, upon the bread. And we, well, the bread we break and the cup we share. Through these gifts, make us one with the risen Christ and send us forth to serve the world. Set free by the goodness of your love, let us proclaim liberty to the prisoners. Filled with the bread of life, let us feed the hungry of our communities. Our thirst cooled by the cup of grace, let us reach out to those who, who stumble through the desert of life. Walk with us through the wilderness of, of the world so we can gather our sisters and, and brothers in your love, your hope, your joy, and journey together into your, into your kingdom. For on the night that he was betrayed, he himself took the bread. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing. He broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks. He said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Then, seated around the table you set before us, with the beloved of every time and every place, we will merge our songs and praise with those who have shown your steadfast love and faithfulness to all generations, singing our praise to you, God of Abraham and Noah, of Rebecca and Mary, Jesus of the poor and oppressed, spirit of the lost and the, and the least, God and community, holy in one. Amen and amen. Let us rise and pray the way Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Graciously grant this humble church peace and unity, if it is your will. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a non-contact sign of peace. I offer you peace. Be seated, please. As always, we celebrate communion in the way of Jesus Christ. All are welcome to share in this celebration. Okay. Okay. All right. For if you don't know, uh, it's the end of a blizzard here. Although the snow is all melted here, 
there's still quite a few problems on the power grid here in Texas. So apparently they're having some issues. I know we're running pretty hot right now because we've got all the cameras and the lights and everything going. So we're going to try and get through this as quickly as we can and uh, not blow the whole grid up. Okay, so here we go again. As always, we celebrate communion in the way of Jesus Christ. All are welcome to share in this celebration. No one is excluded. We humbly thank our Lord Jesus Christ for this gift that we share today and pray it strengthens our bonds as Christians and as men and women for others. Amen. May the mingling of these symbols of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. May the receiving of the bread and cup of life, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. May the bread of life keep me safe for eternal life. cup of life keep me safe for eternal life Pass our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess impurity of heart, and wisdom given us in time may be our healing for eternity.
God of our salvation, you bow in the clouds, your bow in the clouds, proclaim your covenant with every living creature. Teach us your paths and lead us in your truth, that by your Holy Spirit we remember our baptismal vows and be keepers of your trust with the earth and its inhabitants. Okay, um, I'm going to forego the announcements. We're having a little problem with the electricity and I don't want to push it any further than we have to. I think it's just the, the whole thing going on with all the blizzard. I hope everybody's staying warm out there. Please wash your hands. Um, that's the important things. Um, and stay safe. And practice social distancing and wear your mask and whatnot. So I'll put mine on so we can do the recessional here. Okay. And go and get your vaccinations, folks. Get your vaccinations, please. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a given. We're broke, <laughs> and 
Yeah, we could use some help. So go to our website, www.dallasfuelc.com for any information you need on that.